Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we're doing a mini episode on The Devil Next Door from Netflix. So wild. So you and I both watched this this week. Yes. And I wanted to do a mini on it because it has so many things that we love in it. <laughs> Christ. It has Nazis. Nazis. Mm. We love Nazis. But mm-hmm. not like in the way like we love Nazis. Yeah, we're not walking around. We don't have the uh, swastika on our wall. No. We're not in any no. white uh, supremacy groups or anything like that. No. It's just fascinating. We, we are fascinated by Nazis. We do not support Nazis. We do not support um, Nazis. It's got Cleveland. I got I'm so obsessed with Cleveland. <laughs> Fucking Cleveland. To me, Cleveland is like the Pacific Northwest of the Midwest. Because <laughs> all kinds of fucked up stuff happens. Yeah. There. Cleveland, what is happening? I think I think it's, you know, they have a lot of snow and people get bored. And so they turn to serial killing and kidnapping. I don't know. I'm just making up shit. Well, and it's not even that. Like recently, um, a Cleveland Brown NFL player mm-hmm. went on a tirade on Twitter mm-hmm. and was like threatened to kill a radio host. <sighs> and not even like casually like, I'm going to get you. He's like, I'm going to come to you and I will murder you. Wow. Yeah. So he got kicked off of the team real quick. But I, I'm just like, <laughs> it's because he's in Cleveland. Yeah. If he had been anywhere, if he, if, if he was a Miami Dolphin, he probably wouldn't have gone crazy. It's the sunshine. Mm. I don't know. It's Florida. That's a close second to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, it is. It the is, whole yeah. state. <laughs> yeah. But you you started watching this and you, you were telling me that it's so fascinating. So. Yeah. I put it on. I think I ended up binging it faster than you. You did. Because it's not one of those things that I can just leave on at work and listen to because there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, subtitles. Yes. A and lot of speak. this is, is not in English. Yeah. I don't speak Ukraine. No. No. Question mark. So yeah. The Devil Next Door is about a Cleveland grandfather who is accused of being a Nazi guard called Ivan the Terrible. Yeah, who was horrible. No, he was terrible. He was horrible. <laughs> he was terrible. Well, he was like, supposedly, you like, you know, he would take swords and pipes and stuff and like hit and slice at people as they're entering the um, gas chambers. He so, would chop off their ears and noses for yeah. no reason. No reason. I mean, they were going to die anyways, but... Um, I guess just to make it like a final um, insult. I don't know. I don't, oh. I don't, this whole thing just uh, blows my mind. So this takes place in 1977. So a lot of the footage is news from local news mm-hmm. channels in Cleveland from 1977. So that's another thing that we love. <clears throat> old news footage. Well, I love seeing like the people on the streets from yeah. the news, you know? <laughs> Because I never listen to anything they say. I'm just like looking at their outfits the whole time. Like, oh, 1977 was very interesting. <laughs> when the cars were made from actual steel and would like, right, yes. <laughs> you could hit like a building and the car would get like a tiny, tiny ding in it. Like right. these things can take a hit. So Uh-oh. it flashes back and forth between 1977 and now. And so a lot of the story is actually told from um lawyer's point of view yeah which is fascinating i thought yeah um is that another thing we love lawyers or no (laughs) i kind of do because i mean i've always like like lawyer stuff kind of like books Mm -hmm. like john grisham okay 
John Grisham. Okay. I used to love John Grisham when he first came out. I actually one time had thought about being an attorney. Didn't work yeah. out. I work for no. attorneys. I'm now not we just an work for them. <laughs> yeah. I decided I'm not smart enough to be an attorney. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty much all told by either reporters or attorneys or family members. So the the man accused, his name is John Demanic. Is that we how we're so. going to? We think so. There's a lot of Ukrainian names. Listen. We can't say our own names right sometimes, so. <laughs> I have, yeah, exactly. I have trouble speaking English. Like, yeah, so <laughs> if you want accuracy, you probably should go to another no. podcast. No, go watch the show. It's amazing. Yeah, how about um, that? <laughs> so let me ask you, do you think John Zemanik is Ivan the Terrible? I am not sure because. Me either. It's, it's one of those things where it goes back and forth. I... The whole time, I really wasn't convinced he was Ivan the Terrible, but I was convinced he was at the the camps, the concentration camps, and he was a Nazi. Yeah. Like Same. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that he was in the camp. I don't know if it was, if he is Ivan the Terrible. Because I'm sorry, those little old Jewish men who broke my heart. <gasps> oh, God. The testimony from the, the camp survivors. Yes. And they're like, this is the man. I see him in my head every night. This is the man. And that's why I was like, I don't know if he was Ivan the Terrible, but he was definitely there because I, I just can't imagine, you know, you'd see this guy every day for however long you were in the concentration camp. Years. During the worst period of your life. Oh, my God. And he killed all their family members and stuff. A lot of them. It, when they would show, like, the footage of the concentration camps after they were liberated, and it would show, like, all the glasses, Ooh. the eyeglasses, and the boots, and the yeah. this. The little kid shoes. Oh, my God. Did you see that God. scene? Yes. Oh, it was just mountains of little kids' shoes. And the bodies. And <sighs> it, it's just, that's when I, you know, there's a lot of people that say that this never happened. They're I don't called know Nazis. how you could look. I don't know how you could possibly think that. I. They're called idiots. There's literally pictures of it. I mean, well, not only is there a picture, but most of us have or had firsthand knowledge of it from our grandparents. Like right. my grandfather, my dad's dad fought in WW2 towards the end. My mom, I think her dad did as well. I think. Or I know one of her one of her uncles did, and he was he was actually there when they liberated or right after they liberated some of the concentration camps. So he was there, and I remember my parents, probably my dad, telling me the story that he his platoon made the people in the village clean up. They're like, yeah. you knew what was going on. Get your ass over here. You're going to help clean this up. We're not going to yeah. do it all for you. So. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is a grand conspiracy when you have museums and right, history books yeah. and photos and wars fought over it. And, you know, hit, and, and the Germans kept such detailed records. That's the other thing. Like That's the other thing. Germans loved keeping records of they everything. Loved, they did. Which, you know, helped piece together everything after the fact. but And was also a big, basically the only evidence that they had against this guy mm -hmm. was a Ukrainian Nazi ID card. Yes. 
with Ivan the Terrible's picture on it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a big piece of evidence during the court case. And what was so fascinating is when they brought in those um, like facial reconstructionists. Yes. yes. That was fascinating. Now, see, here's the thing. I do think that that is a picture of John Demanic. I think so, too. But you find out in the documentary that that might have been fake because you could see like two marks where staples were, but they didn't go yes. all the way through the paper which is odd. Yeah, that was really good evidence to me. Once they showed, like, look, this picture was stapled to something else. Mm-hmm. And it was not stapled to this ID. Yeah. I was like, mm, mm. I don't know if this is the picture from the yeah. the ID. So then that makes me wonder, did they take... Okay, so if John Demanic isn't the real Ivan the Terrible, did they take the real Ivan the Terrible's picture off did they set this guy up i don't know if they set him up i mean it's hard to say i know his uh daughter's husbands thought that that it was a conspiracy against him but why why single out one grandfather in fucking cleveland ohio right to be ivan the terrible like i mean what they do just throw out a bunch of pictures on the table and it's like i'm gonna pick a you know put it in a bowl like you pick a number and it's like this is Ivan the Terrible. Slap it down. Let's go. I don't know. That's what makes me think he definitely was a guard mm-hmm. at Treblinka. That was the name of the camp. Yes, we got that, that right. Ivan the, yeah, the, <laughs> that Ivan the Terrible was stationed at. But he says that he was a prisoner at this other camp, which was south. I don't know how to say this one. It's uh, so- sub- <laughs> uh, what was it called? Sabobar? Sub- sub- Yes, I'm going to go with that. That's not right. No, that's probably right. I had it pulled up, but now I can't find it. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Well, he says he was a prisoner at a camp that was south. (laughs) That wasn't Auschwitz. Okay, these are not. Yes, it's not Auschwitz. None of this happens at Auschwitz, (laughs) which is the only camp I know how to say. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. We are horrible, horrible, horrible people. Now, at the very, very end, when he gets to make his statement to the court. Mm hmm. And he says, well, and that's why I have this SS tattoo. And everybody was like, excuse me, what? I know. Shut the fuck up. What? No one knew that he had an SS tattoo. Oh, my God. If if you're not as fascinated with Nazis as me and Lisa are, the SS soldiers were some of the worst of the worst. Yeah. And they got special tattoos that weren't like, not like, it's not like a tattoo that a U.S. Marine would get, right? Yes. Of like the Marine symbol or anything. They yeah, got yeah. their blood types tattooed on their arms in case they ever were out, you know, and needed a transfusion and they were unable to, you know, communicate what it was that they needed. Uh-huh. Um, you could just pull up there. Oh, it's a good idea. Brilliant. I couldn't tell you what my blood type is. Me either. They got it tattooed. Um, and <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> no one knew that John had this tattoo until the very end of the of the proceedings where he stands up and he was like, no, I was um, I was a prisoner at this camp. And the reason that I have an SS tattoo is uh, because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and that's kind of my thing that kind of shocked me. I would have thought that would have been, you know, how they when they take prisoners in or people accused of obviously crimes, which are prisoners, you know, they will photograph their body. To like yeah. show tattoos or weird markings or whatever. And I this man walked around in his prison cell 
with a wife beater on and short shorts. So and that was there for saw that everybody to see. But it was oh. very small. I mean, it looks yeah. like it was very light, very small. And he had old man arms. So it right. could have been in the folds. Yeah, it might have blurred too. Tattoos kind of blur a little bit after a while. Yeah, but I am yeah. surprised that they didn't like do like a complete inspection because that might have been a defining mark for somebody. Not the, obviously the SS tattoo, but you know, maybe if he had, I don't, I just feel like the prosecution really dropped the ball on that because they're like, okay, look, we have this ID. It's a picture of him on the ID. Mm -hmm. Here, we're going to bring in experts to prove that it's a picture of him. Here are witnesses who were there who watched him, you know, torture their families. And then if you had followed that up with, also, he has an SS tattoo. I would have been like, obviously, I mean... Well, yeah, let's let's hang him now. Which, by the way, his sentence would be hanging to death. And we're not this talking. This is in the 80s. Yeah. Or was it the 90s by the time this the first one finished Yeah, there, up? Was, there was a few trials. Yeah. yeah. So he kept getting found guilty and then he would appeal and then he was not guilty. And Well, he went to the Supreme Court and they said not guilty based on evidence from the fallen um, Soviet Union who released the KGB records. And yes. in those records, they were like, Ivan the Terrible had black hair. And, and blue eyes. Blue, no, he had brown eyes. Uh, John oh. had the blue gray eyes. Oh, okay. You know, all this stuff. And they're like, and he was tall or right. short or whatever. So it was, it was like, like a three or four inch difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these were like affidavits. These weren't like people just like, hey, do you know, like going up to the survivors as they're coming out the camp. Hey, do you know what Ivan the Terrible looks like? Why, yes, he had black hair. This is like a while later. And then also they really, they did a good job. The, d- the defense did a really good job of tearing down the witnesses. Now, that must not be fun to tear down a... Nazi camp survivor but Mm -hmm. they did a good job of it because they found record of one witness saying back in the 1940s that he saw Ivan the Terrible get murdered by the camp prisoners yeah when they had an uprising went to court and said nope that's him right there yeah Yeah, that was hard that was really hard and I, I liked how they talked about it I think in the last two episodes where it was like you're basically the Supreme Court is basically saying we don't believe survivors. Now and here's that's got to be hard. Uh, yes, that's awful. That that's a really horrible thing to have to recognize. However, just there was there was one talking head in there. I don't remember the man's name or what his relation to the case was, but he kept saying, "How dare you say that these survivors are lying?" Yeah. Well, just because they're survivors doesn't mean that they're not liars. <gasps> well, I felt it like... doesn't it doesn't exempt you from every bad fault that humans have. No, and I, my feeling was that it it could be very hard to make mistakes because you got to remember the 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 Jewish people that were in these concentration camps you know had like no hardly food or water or anything they you know all became skeletons pretty much so you know and to be to have that in the back of your mind that today could be your day yeah or watch your family get killed or whatever I mean there's so many things that can distort your memory you can be in shock a lot of the time so it's just how they might remember things and again and then now you're asking them again when they're in their 80s let's say 70s and 80s asking them what happened 
50 years ago. That um, broke my heart. They asked one witness, um, you traveled to Florida. How did you get to Florida? And he said, by train. Yeah. And they were like, well, uh, obviously senile. That broke my heart. Me too. Because I was like, now that's underhanded. Like, you know. Yeah, but, but it, it did a really good job of showing this man's state of mind. Well, it did, but it didn't help in the end because they still no. believe the survivors in the four, yeah, first yeah, case. But again, the survivors may recognize him. They might know that that man was there. Yep. I just don't know that it was Ivan the Terrible. I don't know. One of the articles I read, I think it's from Esquire about this case. They said, supposedly, the last time anybody saw the Ivan the Terrible was coming out of a brothel somewhere in Eastern <laughs> Europe. So I was like, there you go. Or Argentina, which is literally right next door. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, okay, so he's found guilty. They appeal it, go to the Supreme Court, and then they say no. Right. Because of the new evidence, because of this, because of that. What a, uh, the courtrooms on each verdict went uh. bah nanas oh it was a circus it was it a circus was a circus you know i mean and it when when it was overturned and they would show some of their survivors coming out some of them were of course enraged and some of them were like i i i can't i have nothing i have nothing yeah. to say about this um so then he's released back to the u.s because he's not guilty yes goes back home to cleveland to cleveland they still live in cleveland um <laughs> You know, everybody's in Cleveland is thrilled because he's such a great grandfather. He worked for Ford. I mean. He worked on an assembly line in Ford. That was a very haunting segment for me when they were talking about a lot of the, because because of, well, not just Project Paperclip, where mm -hmm. the United States literally handpicked Nazis that they felt could benefit mm -hmm. us. But there were a lot of other Nazi mm -hmm. soldiers who immigrated over here. Mm-hmm. When he described them and how they would all work on the assembly lines and they would just come in out of the shadows. Yeah. Do their work and then just like drip back into the shadows. They never spoke. They never laughed. They only mm -hmm. like spoke to each other. Like that yeah. was very haunting. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you've killed all those um, Jewish people, you don't, yeah. you know, what are you going to talk about? Remember the good times? Yeah. I, mean. I don't imagine there's a whole lot of like cookouts. <laughs> no. God, we're horrible people. After you've done stuff like that? No, I don't imagine. And and then there's the argument, which I kind of adhere to a tiny bit, where it's like, I think a lot of the Nazi party, especially the death camp soldiers and stuff, really enjoyed what they did and really believed in it. And I think some of the people were like, if I don't go along with this, and it's me and my yes. family, yes. Uh, which is a very yeah. tough call to mm -hmm. make. Yes, yeah. I know it's wrong, but do I want to lose my three kids, my wife, my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunts, my uncles? I mean, that's, I, 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 I can't imagine. I just can't no. even imagine being put in that circumstance. I mean, can you imagine if you were there and you didn't want to be there and all the horrors you saw? Versus the ones that were there and like, this is amazing. We're killing all, we're wiping out a race of people. This is so it much fun. It must be terrifying. I yeah. mean. And, and it was ugh. so, it was so systematic. It was mm -hmm. so, um, 
you know it's an assembly line so when they're at yes, four they're like oh assembly- we've done this that's exactly right that's exactly why they fit in so well they went yeah. right back to assembly lines and just they were like we don't really want to see the finished product yeah this is the part that we do and then yeah. we go back into the shadows <laughs> yeah turn the assembly line on and we come back out yeah but yeah so he he gets um he, he gets to come back home to cleveland and then is after lots of protests mm-hmm. and uh marches in a cleveland suburb i mean it's such an odd backdrop yeah it really there is. was one nazi one neo-nazi on there oh he cracked me up oh <laughs> lord said, what was he saying he's like you know to treat this man unfairly just because of where he came from you know that's not really what america's all about and i'm like cut Hello. Isn't that your whole premise? (laughs) We don't like the Jews. He doesn't hear anything he's saying. No. We don't like the African Americans because they're not from here. We don't like the Jews because, you know, they're they're Uh. horrible people. So, yeah. So he's back there. And the U.S. government, this is, I think this is the last episode. And I found this very interesting. There was a senator, a female senator, and I can't remember why she was given this information, but they were like, you know, all these um, SS officers came in legally to the United States. And so she went, she's like, show me the files. Yeah. And she started reading through them and they're like this, that, and the other. And they're like, how you feel? And they're like, okay, next. Yes. <laughs> and they just let him come in. And I'm like... That shocked the hell out of me. That because considering the United States during WW2 put Japanese Americans in concentration camps. Right. But yes. the Germans, Nazis, who started well, the whole fucking thing, come on in. That's just Yeah, and then horrible. they just hid them in Cleveland, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, or um, in the Midwest. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they so went horrible. everywhere. They were all over. They were all over. So she kind of found out about it, but I don't know if she ever did anything. But then I can say this guy's name. His name is Eli, and he's a former director of the Office of Special Investigations, was like, this isn't over. (laughs) Hold a tick. (laughs) Let's investigate this further. Yeah. And I think that's when they decide he's an he's an SS officer working at the at the death camps. So where does he go? Back to Munich. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. And what kind of cracked me up and they pointed this out. Remember towards the end of the first trial, he was like, my back. And they had yes. to, like, carry him in. Like, 20 people were carrying him in, like, carcass. Yeah, they and, were like, holding him by his hands and feet. Not and Carrying nice. him in like a child, throw, throwing a temper tantrum. So, and then, do you know that he got into court and that motherfucker stood right up? There was nothing wrong yet. Well, then they finally put him in a wheelchair, too. And I was like, you couldn't have done that the first time. But I think he knew he was going to be found guilty. Um, that his crimes had caught up with him. But anyway, so he goes to Munich. When they take him out of his house in Cleveland, he's on a stretcher. Yeah. When they bring him to court in Munich, he's on a stretcher or in yep. a wheelchair with with the blanket up to his like chin, licking uh-huh. his lips, kind of that droopy, half dead look about yeah. him. Eyes um, are closing. And I, I, I did think some of that was exaggerated. I don't know if oh. I would say faking, but definitely no, exaggerated. No, completely faking it. He was faking all of that shit. No, because then they show him getting in and out of the car, oh, going right. to doctor's offices, get, walking just fine, shopping with his wife. He was fucking fine. You know who that reminded me of? Who? The Golden State Killer. Right? Exactly. That's exactly what I started thinking about when I saw him. Yeah. Throwing, like, oh my back, and I'm so old 
gold. And I was like, asshole, we have seen this before. Yeah, yeah. With the Golden State Killer, who suddenly was so old that he couldn't even respond to the judge's questions. Yeah, sat there with but the drool running out. But meanwhile, they have pictures of him the week before cutting his fucking grass. I mean, yeah. 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 So they bring him in. They found find him guilty of like 208 620 million (laughs) (laughs) counts of whatever um a murder conspiracy to murder and they sent it i think it was like human rights violations yeah like that well of course because you're killing people because they're jewish yes he's waiting on appeal now he's 91 and he ends up dying in a nursing home because he's 91 now I was surprised a lot of the time that he didn't try to kill himself. I know they had cameras on him the whole time, mm-hmm. but the fact that he didn't try to kill himself <clears throat> is either one, he's he knew what he did, and but he was on the right side of history, meaning he was killing the, the, the Jewish people. So he's, he's okay. That's fine. He was doing the right thing. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. He doesn't I mean. think he did anything yeah. wrong, which is scary. I think that's the case. I think that he's an extreme narcissist. Yeah. Because even through this entire process, if he had only shown a little bit of humanity, if when, you know, these these older men who are up there crying, I mean, look, anytime you see a man crying, it's just it it it's heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. And, you know, they're they're retelling these stories of just horrible tragedy that they went through and all the family members that they lost and what they survived. And this guy was like nothing, nothing. He felt he was sitting back smirking. He crossed his arms a lot. He tried to shake the hand of one of the survivors going by. (gasps) I thought that man was going to punch him in the face. I think he was an extreme narcissist. And that's why he doesn't think that he did anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, why he didn't try to kill himself. Yeah, because which is true. why would he kill himself? He's the most, you know, narcissist. They're the most important thing ever. Or yeah. you know that that narcissist prayer. Well, I didn't do that, and if I did, it was your fault, and yeah. it, it, it wasn't as bad as you think it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was um, really interesting. It's a limited series. It's what like five episodes, five episodes, forty-ish, yeah. fifty minutes each really really good i i highly recommend it just because of all the twists and the turns and and the history in it and and you still don't know at that when it comes down to the end you don't know is Mm -mm. this guy i don't think he was ivan the terrible i don't he's definitely an ss officer so then let me ask you this do you think he deserved all of this if he was an ss officer yes yes he did do you think he was an SS officer? Yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. If I think he worked at the concentration camps, I think he might have been right beside Ivan the Terrible. So maybe that's why they got confused. Yeah. Maybe he was like his second hand. No. If, if you worked at those concentration camps and you, you know, whether it was your family or what, whatever, <clears throat> I think he was, I think he, he was probably there because he liked it. And he Mm -hmm. liked exterminating the Jewish people and he deserves everything he got. Let me ask you this. Do you think that there is a conspiracy to hide the real Ivan the Terrible? Mm, That's an interesting thought. I have a thought that maybe somebody took his picture off of this ID and switched it with some random guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That common. very well could happen. And who knows? I mean, <laughs> well, and that could be a conspiracy on anybody's side. That could be a conspiracy yeah. on the with the with the Ukrainian government, mm-hmm. with the KGB, with the American government who has literally come out with documents going, "Yes, we knew that there were Nazis here and we hid them." Yeah. Well, and I think it's fascinating how I think it was the one son-in-law um who kept saying, you know, it was a conspiracy and all these countries are against them and stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand why they would. Why? Yeah. Why? Why does anybody care? Yeah. Yeah. A Ford worker grandfather in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Why? No, I don't think the conspiracy was against this guy, John mm-hmm. Zemanik. I think that it was for Ivan the Terrible. It was to hide him somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. just fucking making this shit up. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting, too, when they were like, this might be the last time we try anybody for the crimes yeah. committed because... Uh, again, these men were all in, look like maybe their 80s. Yeah. 70s yeah. and 80s. So, you know, yeah. it was like pretty much. A, and I was surprised how recently it went up to. Like, he did died in 2009 or something. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like this is like he died in the 90s or the 80s or whatever. I mean, this was up until pretty recent times. Yeah. Well, my grandfather served in World War II. He... I think was only deployed during the end of the world war. Mm -hmm. Um, And he died in 2017. So Mm -hmm. yeah, my, my grandfather's died in 2007. Um, Both of them like months apart. It was weird, Mm. but yeah, but my mom's uncle, he died recently. It was probably 2016 or 17. So it is possible that they are still, Hey, yeah, but but you, you don't. We seem we feel so detached from that whole. Well, yeah, because you we know, didn't so, have so to, much so that people are like, oh, that didn't really happen. You well, know exactly, and the fact that people like when I was in school, they taught this. Like this was taught. This was like, and then we get to WW two, and yeah. here's everything that happened. Now, of course, it was probably a lot one sided, but I remember learning about the concentration camps. When I was like junior high, I mean, yeah. it was it was taught, and I don't know if it is now. I don't know either. <clears throat> I don't remember, but just because I've blacked out most of high school. Well, you went to a a, a religious school, so they probably were like, mm, I don't. I really this. don't know. I, I I can't remember if <laughs> we they, don't want an uprising. I do know that my history teacher was one of my favorite teachers I ever had, and I think yeah. it's because she was like a no bullshit kind of person. So yeah, she probably did teach us this. So if you liked this little mini series documentary, I'm going to recommend a couple podcasts. Mm-hmm. Definitely listen to last podcast on the left oh. series on Joe Mengele. Mm-hmm. Right? Joseph is Mengele. that his name? Joseph, Joseph Mengele. Mengele. Mm-hmm. Their last episode in that series is about Nazi hunters. So yep. mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think a lot of that Nazi hunting took place in the 80s even. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it had to because, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then there is an episode of The Dollop called The Third Wave that I'm just obsessed with right now. It's such a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. It's about a teacher in California who is able to turn his class, his high school classroom, mm-hmm. basically into the Nazi youth in under five days. Yeah. I mean, very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. Yeah, but mm. as an experiment, not not because of Jews. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he wasn't starting to try to. Uh, yeah, he. It was just to see how fast he could turn them. Yeah, which that, again, we all know because we've watched all these things on cults. So we're like, well, of course, yes. he could in five days. 
Duh. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised that teacher like didn't like have to, uh, you know, starve the kids or anything Mm-mm. like that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-mm. but there was a lot of isolation. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell other kids what's and going on here. Cults. Yeah, cults. Yeah, that's totally cults. Well, it's not that hard to yeah. turn people, I think, into cults and and that kind of thing because you tell them what they want to hear. They're going to mm-hmm. follow you blindly for the most part. A lot of people. Yeah, you and I know. So, but What's so interesting about that third wave episode is that you wouldn't think that that's what high school kids wanted. But right? they fell into it so easily that it's mm. like, it's almost like that's what teenagers want is that, yeah. that regulated, very strict, you know, fall in step kind of discipline. And mm-hmm. it's... It's inter- It's very interesting. I really liked that. And it, that was like in the 60s or 70s? I think it was the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Maybe late 60s. So yeah. it wasn't super recent. But yeah, it was still fascinating. Yeah. The, well, and supposedly they, they the the book that that episode is based on is taught in Germany. <laughs> of course. As part of like high school curriculum. Wow. Yeah. So. Let's. let's yeah. I can't. Um, I actually do want to go to Germany at some point. Um, I do too. Um, I think I it's think a I, I mean, country. Again, also, this is the closest I'll ever get to any of these foreign countries. Yeah. She won't be going. I'll, I'll probably go before her. Yeah. I'll definitely go before her because yeah. it's not in Pensacola. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry. Where do you go, Destin? Destin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that was our mini episode on this little Netflix mini series. Do you have anything else? I don't think I do. No. I think okay. I'm good. Okay. Okay, well, thanks for listening to us talk about Nazis. Okay, bye. Bye.